0: Oh no, it's not a cow, it's a minotaur. It's a creature of myth.
1: You're never fucking allowed near my kid again. You know, it's almost like Comic-Con with bone. Your parents freaking suck. Well, when we get to season 14 of this, we'll, we'll do good with my car. Welcome to Worth the Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Palilla. With me as always, Mike Kennedy. Hello, Mike. Hey, Ed. Guess what I did last night? (laughs) (laughs) Mike, Diana Diana has put away her bosom. Apollo has lifted his skirt. The day has been launched. This week's episode, Role Models, released November seventh, two 2008. At a budget of only $28 million dollars, but only grossed sixty-seven million dollars, which kind of surprised me. It only made that much money, but I guess R-rated comedies don't make that much, so I shouldn't be that surprised. Uh, what would you guess the Rotten Tomato score for this movie is, Mike? The critic score? Uh,
0: critic score. My guess would
1: sixty. It actually went higher than that, seventy-eight percent. I would have guessed the same, about the same as sixty. Because I would have felt like there were enough credits that said, oh, this is kind of vulgar and it, it runs a little too long for a comedy. But uh, it ended up at 78%. Where would you put the audience score? That's probably about where I would put the audience score, like maybe 78%. 74, which actually surprised okay. me. The audience score is lower because this movie, if you like dirty comedies, R-rated comedies, you'll like this movie. So mm-hmm. you think fans that like this movie would like this movie? I don't. I don't know. So IMDb score six point nine out of ten. That feels about right. It Feels about right. So the cast of the movie: Paul Rudd plays Danny, the main character uh, from Forty Old Virgin, Anchorman, Ant Man, Clueless, about six thousand other movies. The Ageless. Paul Wonder. I should. Or Paul Rudd. I should call him. He is Paul Wonder? Uh, Seriously, he is. He, he's forty. I looked him up. He's forty nine years old. He looks like he's about th- younger than me, like 34.
0: I <laughs> uh, so he it looks like he hasn't changed in, you know, at least 15 years.
1: You could put the picture of him from Clueless next which was 23 years ago up next to the picture of him now and it maybe it looks like 5 years apart. It's incredible. I would say he, he he definitely looked younger and
0: Clueless but not but. that much. Not that he's honest. one of those people that, like, when he like in Clueless, he looked a little bit older, but he, but he's aged well. Like, he looked like in Clueless, like he was like twenty five years old, maybe. And then now it's like he's almost fifty, but he looks like he's like in his late thirties. Honestly, you know? when
1: he looked his oldest is when he was Brian Fantana because he had the mustache right. on.
0: Yeah, long hair and a mustache. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So uh, next is Sean William Scott plays Wheeler. We're going to get into him in a little bit. Christopher Mens. Mince Plass, I hope I pronounced that correctly, plays Augie. He was McLovin from Superbad. He is. Uh, he was the voice in Trolls. He even had a cameo in the first Pitch Perfect movie. He's in all those kick-ass movies, too. Yeah, he's in, you've seen those. You've said they're pretty good, right? Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, especially the, the first one, Really,
0: I really enjoyed it. He was, his name was Red Mist. Red Mist. This is like right. a little superhero name. <laughs>
1: Next is Bobby J. Thompson. He plays Ronnie. If I told you that he had not acted in anything since this movie, you would believe me, right? Um, probably. And guess I mean, what? I he's been know. in like 25 different things. <laughs> None of them I can even tell you what they are. So he's been working steadily for the last 10 years, just nothing that we've seen. Kind of odd. Uh, Elizabeth Banks plays Beth. Uh, I didn't realize that this is the second straight Elizabeth Banks movie we've we've done because she was in Catch Me If You Can, and uh-huh. we're going to be doing another one later this year. But she's from Pitch Perfect, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Hunger Games. What was it, Zach and Mary make a porno? Whole bunch of movies. Yeah. And then Jane Lynch plays Sweeney, the lead, the head of Sturdy Wings. She's from Talladega Nights. She's the voice in Wreck-It Ralph. And she was most notably from, not from us, but uh, the TV show Glee, which ran for, what, better part of, what, four years, maybe? something Also like that. in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Also in 40-Year-Old Virgin. I should have pointed that out, too. Which, yeah, what, there's three people from 40 Year old Virgin in this movie. So other cameos in this movie, including Ken Jeong, before he got big with... Uh, This was like his first thing, and then shortly after this, he did The Hangover. Matt Walsh, who plays the doctor in The Hangover, he's in this. Ken Marino, he's kind of been in a lot of more like small roles. He's in um, Wet Hot American Summer, all that kind of stuff. I believe he actually
0: also helped – he helps write a lot of movies, He does.
1: He's really, really funny. He's underratedly funny. Anytime I see him, I'm excited. Uh, Carrie Kenny, who plays Augie's mom, is from Reno 911. She's actually one of the main writers of Reno 911. She's very funny. She's obnoxious, but she plays it perfectly. Uh Uh, A very young, early on, Keegan-Michael Key from Key & Peele. Uh, He's he's one of the guys from Sturdy Wings. And then Louis C.K. makes a very small cameo in this, too, as the police officer when Danny freaks out. Um did I miss anybody? Just,
0: There's a lot. Just that what's his name? Joe Low True Glo whatever his name is. I have no idea what his name is. Uh, oh, the you know, um, guy that like hits hits what's what's his face in uh uh super bad.
1: Yeah. And Jonah yeah. He's kind uh, of been in a couple random things. He's just in like
0: a lot of you know, he's
1: in they said He's just in, like, smaller roles. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the universe of the Judd Apatow-type universe. That's what we can kind of call it. They call them the frat pack, that whole group of guys. He kind of – he hangs around with them. So, all right, Mike, why don't you get in the movie synopsis?
0: Being a spokesman for an energy drink company, driving a tricked-out minotaur truck, and giving motivational speeches to middle, middle and high school students sounds like a pretty cool job when you're 25. But when you're 35 and you've been given the same lame pitch for the last decade, you begin to wonder where life's going. Add that to an unexpected breakup with your girlfriend, Beth, and an energy drink-induced mishap with a tow truck driver and a cop, and we have Danny and Wheeler in some hot water. The pair manage to avoid jail time by serving 150 hours of community service with the Sturdy Wings program, where they'll act as big brothers to a couple of unique youngsters. Ex-crack addict, Gail Sweeney, who takes an immediate dislike to the, to the two, introduces them t- to their new buddies. Wheeler's little, Ronnie, is a foul-mouthed 10-year-old who is obsessed with boobies <clears throat> and has dispatched the last eight mentors in six weeks that he's had at Sturdy Wings. And he's determined to do the same with Wheeler. Danny's assignment, Augie, is a teenager obsessed with live-action fantasy role-playing games and enjoys wearing capes in public. At the beginning, Danny and Willer aim to rack up as many hours as possible with their little simply so they can check the box mandated by the judge. Immediately, shenanigans ensue, and the four realize that despite their differences, they actually enjoy each other's company. After ripping into Augie's parents and taking Ronnie to a kegger, we fear Danny and Wheeler might have to avoid dropping the soap after all. But in the end, we avoid the jail shower room, Danny and Augie both get the girls, and the four become friends. There you go, Andy. That's
1: pretty good. That's pretty good. So, let's get into our thoughts on the movie. First things first, the opening sequence of this movie is fucking hilarious. Just the first, like, when they're going from one place to the next, to the next, to the next, all the way up through <clears> his <throat> surprise party. And they just keep doing Minotaur, Minotaur. I don't know. I I forgot how funny that opening sequence was.
0: That, and it's just, <clears throat> I love that scene with, uh, when the kids try to make fun of him. Yep. Like, that's just such a just great little, like, you know, it's, it's such a typical thing you'd see from, like, a middle school kid, like, trying to act tough. You and know, getting completely and, shit all over and then And then realizing that you're, you know, how old and they're going to win this
1: battle probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially because they don't care if they get in trouble either. Like, I don't, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if that kid would ever turn them in. But either way, they'd be like, we don't care if you turn us
0: in. The, the exact line is, hey, nice cow outfit, homo. Where did you pick one of those up? The gay zoo? And then Danny's like, oh, no, it's not a cow. It's a minotaur. It's a creature of myth, and he's got he's, – and he got this one out of your mom's closet, and Wheeler's like, yeah, she let me keep it after I fucked her.
1: That, that's, that's in one of my uh, favorite quotes later.
0: <laughs> I have that in my favorite quotes, too. I just figured since we're talking about that since scene, about might as well it, yeah. uh, just
1: as someone out there. Another funny line is when <laughs> they're, um, they're pissing later, and he – it's literally like lightning green, and he <clears throat> says, oh, my god, it looks like Shrek's piss. Yeah, that that is a good one Cause I was I laughed too. It's kind of like when you like drink
0: too much, like too many vit- eat too many vitamins or something like that, and you get like the nuclear yellow piss.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this would went nuclear green instead. Oh, it it's, was, like, like full disgusting. on nuclear green. Like I'm yeah.
0: pretty sure you need to go to the doctor if your piss is that color.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm trying to think of one of the other funny things he says from from that up through like the the party they get to. And the guy, for, oh, that's another one. Uh, the guy from Lonely Islands in there too. He's, uh, oh, he's the no guy word. that works there. Yeah, he's uh, underratedly quick, funny. Quick, quick cameo. Quick cameo. Someday we're gonna do Hot Rod, and we'll probably spend a significant amount of time on him. So you, your day in the sun is coming, kid. I forget his name. I forgot to. I forgot to look it up. But
0: you know, P- Paul Rudd. This is a very typical you know cynical but lovable guy you know type that he plays in like every film but he's just like so good at it that you can't even like fault him for keep taking roles
1: like these no paul rudd just since he plays paul rudd
0: yeah it's and we just, love
1: we love the bejesus out of him
0: i think i read somewhere that they had trouble with like writers or directors or something like that uh, yeah
1: i have that in the internet facts later yeah, that, that, uh, it's like
0: with all that being said, like the movie turned out really, really well. It's like I think that acting in it like overall is really good. They got a lot of not top tier guys, but like a, a handful, you know, those like second you know, guys are like number twos in movies and stuff like that. you, know, you get.
1: Well, we're like, going to talk about movies. Sean William Scott in a minute. He was about to yeah. become a, a superstar. And I'll agree. Paul Rudd was like the number two in everything. He was number two in Anchorman. He was a number two in 40 Old Virgin. He was number two in Clueless. He was number two in... um, Ah, crap. There was like one more movie that he had that was right... um, Well, I guess that was after this, which is I Love You, Man, which is not a good movie. It does not hold up. I agree. Like, um, Elizabeth Banks wasn't big yet. Jane Lynch wasn't big yet. So they managed to kind of put all this together.
0: I wouldn't say any of these people weren't big, they were getting there, yeah, you know, like they were, but they weren't like oh,
1: knocked up was before this too, and paul rudd was the was on the side and knocked up,
0: mhm, that's not really happened,
1: so uh, Danny goes nuts, right, Danny kind of goes off the I think we've all been there, I said yeah. i got and we we've kind of discussed this a
0: little before, it almost seems like. Danny feels like he's stuck in his own personal groundhog day. You know, the last 10 years, he's saying the same shtip over and over again, doing the same thing. You know, and you add that with him getting dumped and he walks out and the truck's getting towed. I, I guess he loses, loses it. I'd like to think that his green urine had something to
1: do with it too. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm sure drinking, as you said in the thing, being hopped up on energy drink is not the best. Uh, you're not, you're not thinking clearly at that point. Between well, I mean, caffeine and horribleness, he probably didn't eat much. He's just, just, kind of, he snapped. He, he, would had enough. I've, I've read that people have died from overdosing on energy drinks. You know, well, like, yeah, and then so. people like to introduce alcohol to it too, and it does. It's the what is it uh, counteracting? You're, you're mixing. A,
0: you're mixing a stimulant with a depressant.
1: Yep, and it and it can really really throw off your heart. I've never done had have never had a Jagerbomb before ever. Never, never. I've never had a, uh, a Red Bull and vodka. Red Bull. <laughs> I've never had a Four Loco. which I think Four locos. didn't get banned.
0: Uh, they like took an ingre- some ingredients out of it or something like that. I know to make it not as like like gonna, it's not going to kill you each time you drink it. If, um.
1: I've only ever had Four loco once, and it was supposed to be the lemon lime one. It tasted like someone drank a Sprite, pissed in a can, boofed it up their butt. Put bo- a natty no, <laughs> it up their butthole, and it was filtered well, was through their that, anus. <laughs> yeah, filtered filtered a, a natty light through their butt crack, and then they poured vodka in it. That's what it tasted. No, I
0: know, like. I've I've had them.
1: Before. It was it's disgusting. Awful. It ta-
0: it was it takes it's it it, it it takes a lot to get one of those. Son of a gun's down. I'll tell you that right now.
1: It, it, yeah. It, it, the only time you could ever drink it is when you're already drunk, which is a horrible combination. And I've only
0: had probably about 200 Jager bombs probably in college. <laughs> <laughs> in the so four years lucky of Lucky to be alive with the amount. In four years of Jaeger bombs yeah. and like tic tacs and stuff like that that we would drink. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, tic tacs. I forgot. That are actually those. good. Those those yeah. <laughs> You read a Batman?
0: I'm 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 sure.
1: It's like you would take I think it's like a Jaeger bomb inside a diet Co- inside like a Coca-Cola. It's been a long time since I've had it, but it's it's intense. It's intense. So, if you'd like to hear more about what characters like Danny feel and think, have a listen to another great podcast, Pop Psych 101. The next thing I'll say, the swearing by Ronnie probably adds about 25 percent to this movie like it's already funny but his swearing really adds especially like the first few times you hear him start freaking out and swearing it 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 adds more to this movie the dramatic effect or the uh not dramatic effect wasn't looking for like the uh, you don't see it coming and it it makes it a lot funnier
0: especially at the very beginning when like you're not expecting him to have a you don't know what you're getting, and then he's just right. unloading on them. <laughs>
1: Completely foul-mouthed.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's, a piece of, he's a piece of murky kid, but he's funny.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about his PIC, partner in crime, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott is our top five this week. Appearances, that's the word we're looking for. Top five, Sean William Scott appearances.
0: I do. I, I will say I do enjoy the episode of Always Sunny that he is in, where he is uh, Max, like brother from the outside. I pretty
1: pretty much saw pretty much that. Scary. I saw that he has that. I've never pretty, seen that episode. Pretty much I, his, P, I,
0: I, his I, P.I.C. I, is what he. Is. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like way cooler, and everybody, the whole gang, like likes him way more. And I like, think he's way more badass than Mac tries to act like he's badass the whole time in Always Sunny, and he. He it's like the day of Mac is the episode, and so it's supposed to be all about Mac. But he ends up being way cool, and they're all like like him a lot more. But he's just he's just yeah, in that I'm... one episode. He dies.
1: Oh, spoiler sure. alert! No, I I'm way 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 too many seasons behind on Always Sunny, and just never that, have gotten. That, that's
0: an easy binge. I'll tell you that much too. I want.
1: Yeah, I know because they're short. Yeah, too. so it's not like you have to really yeah, commit. It's, uh... But my kids are way too young for me to watch that, other than at night, and that's usually when I'm either cleaning the house or recording this podcast or editing this podcast. I hear you. But back to my top actual top five
0: is I have you know old school. It's a dart in your neck, man. It's a
1: dart. <laughs> yep. Uh, his hair and that's a yeah. Lot. Oh yeah,
0: so, it's like he's in it, not in it a lot, but I just think that his short part one scene, but he he's awesome. He's it. awesome. Obviously, American Pie. The American Pies. I'll just say that. That that whole like little shebang, his stifler role, which is pretty much just I felt like defined him pretty much. This movie Role Models, I thought he did a really good job. He's like, I think he's like this is kind of a role where we'll talk about it later. How I think that they should have played off this and slowly, if he wanted to transition his career, slowly gotten him into stuff that's a little bit more com- comedy serious type stuff, like if he wanted to go that way. I think this was like a starting role I could have done. Um, I have the rundown with the rock and road trip.
1: Ah, I forgot about road trip. How did I miss road trip? Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna have. oh, I got to change these around. All right, I may have a top six. <laughs> so I have um, a couple, a couple honorable mentions. American Pie. Have you ever seen Cop Out?
0: Yeah, that's where he's like
1: the uh, park Not- Not good, but he's funny. He's the parkour guy. Yeah, he's like the parkour guy. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He's the he has like the retainer in his mouth and he plays guitar. Real small. small Well, that was uh, um, me and um, Road Trip. I completely forgot about him in Road Trip. But I have uh, another one you forgot. The Dukes of Hazzard. I didn't I
0: didn't forget about that. I just don't really like the movie that much.
1: It's not very good. That's actually how I feel about American Pie. I have American Pie on my – I think those movies un, – unpopular opinion alert. American Pie movies suck. They do not hold up. They're too well, terrible. What I'm
0: saying is when they first came out, I thought they were hysterical.
1: Oh, yeah, because we were – That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, when it first came out, like Dukes of Hazard, I never thought it was good.
1: Eh, it's kind of rewatchable. I, I, it's not good. I'll, I'll like, agree When they that. tried to bring the little, like, but,
0: Super Troopers – Element
1: into there. Well, they were. That's because they were the director, and, and right? I, they threw themselves. I was in just it. like, well, yeah. I mean, yes, it's not very good. I'll agree to that. And I think that movie is ten percent less good without Jessica Simpson doing her thing. Less good. No, I, number four, I have Dude Where's My Car. I think that's an underrated movie, and he and Ashton Kutcher are hilarious in that. And then the last three I have are Old School, Role Models, and The Rundown.
0: I I did have, uh, that would be an honorable mention for me, is Dude, Where's My Car?
1: That's a movie that when it's on, I'm like, "Eh, I haven't haven't watched that in freaking forever. I guess. (laughs) It hasn't been on TV in a long time. And
0: I haven't had cable on top of that. And it's just literally been like probably 10 years at least.
1: Well, when we get to season fourteen of this, we'll we'll do "Dude with My Car." <laughs> All right. So, a uh, couple thoughts on Sean Williams Scott. First thing, his character Wheeler is essentially just Stifler a few a few years slightly. later, right? Like after he gets out of college, essentially what he, he slightly game, slightly, right? grown up, yeah. <laughs> slightly grown up, yeah, slightly grown up. So we we started getting into this, and I gotta look this up while while we discuss. But what what kind of you were kind of alluding it to a little bit, and we talked about this already once. What what happened to Sean William Scott's career?
0: Like I said, he he's he's really was getting typecast, and so it was really I feel like it was probably really hard for him to get roles unless they were that type of role. And then I feel like he probably didn't want to keep doing those role those roles. I mean, you know, he didn't want to get those he didn't want to keep getting type passes in life because eventually he's not gonna be able to find work. You know, as he gets older, like you can't be a 50 year old stiffler, pretty much, you know, like it's just how it is. It's going to eventually wear off. I feel like, and uh, you know, it's kind of like, he was kind of like the same as I said, he kind of reminds me of how like Ryan Reynolds started off, you know, with when you think about what we did waiting, how his character was there just like immature, like all about chicks same with we, uh, you know, National Lampoon's Van Wilder. He's the same person there, and then but then slowly started to like evolve his role a little bit. Where it was just comedy. Same with Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was like a was he Parks and Recs and like yeah. he was in Wanted and was kind of like the same sort of like chubby doofus little guy, you know. And then, but it's all about evolving. I said evolving, like finding a role. That's between Stifler and a serious role, almost type thing, so that if people can see, like, oh, he can play a serious side, you know, so they know that, and then they can, you can kind of start putting him in more stuff, or you almost have to do the thing like he's done, and he hasn't done much for, he's been in stuff, but just not a lot of stuff like, that much really, uh huh, and now he's, I know he just got cast in that that TV show,
1: yeah, that was actually was going to be one I of my next. Just, I, I haven't
0: seen the the first. I know I talked. to, uh, um, my friend, and they said something about that too that like they liked the show.
1: Well, so the the show is Lethal Weapon. They I made a TV was, show I out of I it. What it's which the, I know that a lot of TV, a lot of people are trying to jump on the backs of previous things, like make a TV show out of a movie or, or movie series. And I can understand where they're coming from. If you can get an extra of half a million eyes just because they want to see what you did, that gets, and a quarter of them stick around, that's an extra you know, 100,000 people, 125,000 people, whatever, watching your show that weren't going to watch the show consistently. So I I get it. Damon Wayans is awesome. I do not watch the show, but Damon Wayans in general is awesome. I always loved him on In Living Color. The first season had some guy on the show that played Riggs, and then I guess he was a complete a-hole on set, and they kicked him off and added Sean William Scott. And – Seemed like Damon Williams was going to quit the show. And I guess he's getting along so well with Sean Williams, Scott, that they are going to continue the show with Damon Williams on it too. So that's a good thing. I guess it's been, you know, it's been going well enough. Again, I don't know if he's even playing Riggs, you know, someone else, someone out there that you can tweet at us or email us. And say, hey, hey, A-holes, this is what, what he's, he's
0: doing. He's not playing R- Riggs because I know that something when I was talking, it was actually Christy. Shout out to Christy. She's the one that told me about the, lethal weapon TV show. Now that you're saying about, he plays a guy named like Wesley Cole. So he's like, okay, so he's a replacement, yeah, pretty much reason. a replacement for Riggs. Which kind of like makes me like kind of. I felt weird about it because I'm like, how do you have that without like one of the main guys from the movie? You know, like it just seems weird for me.
1: I guess. Yeah, I get, Well, I mean, you take the creative licensing and you run with it. You just pretend the other guy's dead or got transferred or something, but. I I did a quick look because I thought I remembered him going to rehab. He did. He went to rehab for 30 days in 2011. And they never really said why. It said health and personal issues. So he might have been hitting the bottle a little too hard or something. But uh, he got out and he's been fine ever since. So kudos to Uh him. Stay clean, buddy. So I was trying to think about this. Who or what was his career about to become? Was he going to become the vulgar Bill Murray? I think that's a little generous. Do you think maybe he almost was about to become Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd took his career instead? Like, couldn't you see him being Ant-Man?
0: I guess I could I could see him being Ant-Man.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I, mean, I think had he... Like had legit. He, when you look at all of Chris Evans' early stuff, even.
1: yeah, you know. uh, Dude, one of my favorite movies, which we will be doing. I don't think it's on the list this year. Not another teen movie.
0: That's mean, like that. And then even like when he was in like Scott Pilgrim versus the world and like, like his beginning c- career.
1: Yeah. Sean Williams Scott was more of, um, instead of being eye candy for chicks, he was literally ear candy for dudes. He was a living embodiment of a frat boy living out his life for like 10 years and he just kept playing the same character. And as you said, he got typecast maybe lethal weapon allows him to bridge a little bit especially if he plays a little serious on the show i know it's kind of kind of a buddy cop but i don't know how much drama is in it
0: i hope so because i i do i i do like like him in movies and stuff like that like i do enjoy his, his some of his humor adds like a little like lightness to some of the the movies it's just nice to see his face always like Get a little smile for some reason whenever I see him.
1: Yeah, because you know he's he's gonna crack a joke.
0: You know, I mean his obviously his greatest performance. I should have probably said it was a bulletproof monk, but
1: I don't think I've ever seen bulletproof monk.
0: <laughs> it's um, um being sarcastic.
1: Oh, okay. Apparently he's <laughs> well. I'm glad. I apparently
0: he's you know becomes like mentored by this like monk you know who has, needs to protect some scroll or something like that. I can't remember. No. It's probably rated around. My um, guess would be around the five on IMDb would be my guess. I,
1: I was gonna guess fifteen percent. <laughs> oh, fives on IMDb, probably fifteen percent. Um, on IMDb, on it's of, yeah.
0: yeah, it's uh, uh that that what's his name? Is it Chow Young Fat or whatever? Uh, that, yeah, maybe he's he's, he's uh,
1: again. I've never seen it, so I don't. I, can't. I couldn't even
0: tell you like any
1: like. Wait, is Chow Young Fat the guy from Doctor Strange? Um,
0: no. He's it like from like the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon movie. Oh, he's yeah, Is it like okay. the Replacement Killer. Like I'll watch those ones on Netflix with like subtitles because the fight scenes are awesome in it.
1: Yeah, you've been a big you've been a big fan of those for a while. Jet Li and uh, Jackie Chan. You've been a big fan of those for quite some time. You want to talk about Lair a little bit? <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I will. And you know this because I. Have
0: I sent you a picture of me watching a YouTube yes, video? And it's it's not it's Lair is like what his thing was. It's actually called Larping. It's like what
1: it's called. Yeah, I've I've heard the term Larping.
0: And you know exactly like you say it's live action role yeah. playing. Exactly what LARP stands for: live action role playing. From what I saw, it like you know they get into it. They spend you know it's almost like. Comic Con with foam. It's like it, it's kind of, yeah, pretty much like Comic Con with foam, and then they're and mixed with like a, you know, like a, a, they literally are just lying. I was like watching, they were like lined up across from each other, and the fight was over in like 30
1: seconds. <laughs> yeah, see, so everyone just gets hit real fast, and then that's everybody
0: it. just gets hit real fast, and it's like, you know, you hit in the arm, you go. They have rules that they go over and everything like that, and that, it's like you know, it's. I know when I was younger, I used to be like, "What is this? This looks so weird." You know, these guys are so weird. But I was like thinking about it. I go, "If we would have got all of our friends together and did that, we would have had a blast."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, if all of us would, if just, we all knowing everybody would have made just it
0: beating fun. the shit out of each other. I'm like, oh yeah, we would have had a ton of fun doing that. It's like I don't know if I could get. Yeah, but we would have. I don't know if I could get into like the whole like. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah the na- the whole nations thing and that that's why i i introduced this that way cuz that's what the uh god whatever his name is i think his name's like fensic in the movie but that that's how he introduces the days like he he goes very 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 uh old english in his introduction of of how of the beginning i don't know not for me <laughs> i think you said we're we're about to get a whole lot of hate mail probably no, I, from people that I go do it listen
0: but... i go – it's it's not for us but i'm not gonna knock you
1: i have nothing against it but nothing for it. i
0: don't see myself enjoying it i could see myself a younger me 10 years ago acting like paul rodden <laughs> <laughs> being like no i'm not bowing to you like shut up like this is yeah. you know like that's just how i was in my younger days but now, it's just kind of just like hey you know everybody coming out of the burger, everybody's right? into some weird shit you know as long as they're not actually hurting anybody and it's not hurting anybody what what do I give a shit about it you know
1: no, I couldn't agree more <laughs> like if, you, yep. if that's what if that's what makes you happy
0: like Hopefully. you said you find out in the movie that Augie's doing this because obviously his parents are kind of shitty and
1: his parents are shitty he doesn't have any friends at school uh, so this is where he this is where he connects and good for him and he he picked up some hot chick out gets, of it so it's a little escape yeah so what's your what's your best scene or scenes because we always have more than one I, I think Overall,
0: my best scenes probably, like, it's because got a little bit of everything. The dinner scene with Danny Augie and his parents.
1: Oh, really? That's an interesting I package. mean, there's
0: just so many funny scenes that, like, I'm like, I was having trouble picking my favorite funny, like, scene. So I was like, I'll pick something that you maybe not wouldn't expect. I just – because, like, there's some funniness in it, you know. There's some funny lines, Little, little – like, I'm like, I get it. Like, I guess part of it's like, you know – you I, I see how some kids you know parents probably they've had problems at home you know and you can see it on their face I kind of feel for I kind of feel it so it kind of hits a little bit I guess like more to home to me whenever I see it you know you feel that emotion you feel that awkwardness between them and sometimes it feels good to call somebody out for being an asshole and for being shitty you know and
1: that was a very, that was a very real statement. Real though, statement. yeah. You didn't expect. That I to. thought, I thought we were going to get into Ken Marino's super funny line where he goes, "I was dating two, three girls at a time." I told you about that, didn't I, honey? <laughs> I, said, I started laughing so
0: hard. I said, I go, it's got those funny, those, those funny lines like all throughout that little scene, and then, but then there, you know, there's also you see, you can just see him looking at Augie and like being like, "Now I know why this kid."
1: No, I get it. No, like, I get
0: it. Your parents freaking suck, you know? And it's like, I'm just kind of just like, I didn't, obviously we didn't have that issue as a kid. We both very grateful. well-supported. Decided, well, very grateful for the parents that we both have. And uh, very well-supported. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't, I can't relate with that. So I also wasn't into harping. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe my support would have been
1: different. Well, since since you pulled one out of left field, Um, I I have two and then we'll see if there's any that uh, you want to add in after uh, I'm done. So number one is the opening sequence, which we already got into. So I won't won't dig into any more. And then actually, I really like when they fight in the elevator after they get kicked out and they have to go to they have to go back and talk to Beth again and they find out they're they're definitely going to prison. And he's like, you're an S-H-I-T-T-Y friend. And that there's the mom and the little boy in the elevator, and they're about to just fight each other in there. I don't know why I was laughing really hard at that scene. Is there any more you want to add in there? Because like the big fight scene in the end is obviously entertaining, but it's so over the top that I I couldn't quite put it in there yet.
0: No, and and I like you said I I, I know what you mean. Like you know, just even just that little uh, that little exchange in the coffee shop when they're talking about like the sizes of like the drinks and everything. Like yes. It's like, I want a large coffee. Oh, you mean a venti?
1: No, yeah. I mean a large. <laughs> I actually like when they get coffee the second time and he starts throwing out all these uh, movie quotes. He's like, you complete me. Who are you yeah. going to call? Ghostbusters. Like, he's, he's trying to get anything out of it. You can him. see her, like,
0: uh, like, he's getting me with his, like, wit and, like, his funniness.
1: He, the, I don't have this in my best lines, but one of the ones he says is he goes, where am I going to find someone that hates all the same things I do? Yep. So speaking of that, let's get on to our best lines then. I've got several of them, but I'll let you go first.
0: You and me both. All right. Let me wheel myself up to the top here. Um, you know, first line of the movie, obviously. Guess what I did last night?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not so much the line. It's the, the whole
1: action. Just the, the hand gesture right yeah. after
0: that. Whenever he says, I, best, I bet if I suggested a game of Quidditch, he'd come in his pants. Yeah, that <laughs> was just like uh-huh. probably. And then when Gail's like, "You know what I used to have for breakfast? Cocaine. You know what I had for lunch? Yeah, cocaine." And Wheeler's like, "What'd you have for dinner?" Daddy's like, "Was it cocaine?"
1: <laughs> yeah, just like you can, obviously they're they're like you're you're an a hole, but it's
0: like well 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 if it isn't Mister Bullshit and Doctor I'm full of shit. In what way are we full of shit? Which one of us has the PhD? <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that's. I like the which one of us yeah, has
0: the that's, PhD. That's whatever. Whenever, whenever Paul Rudd says that, which one of us has the PhD? And I just like it a little smile on my face.
1: Paul Rudd, as we said earlier, he's kind of like. I also say he's the king of dry humor. His delivery is always dry. Yeah, and he always nails it.
0: Um, I love the little uh, the kiss scene. In, when he's just like, hey, 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 don't get me wrong, all right? I like to party. I like to rock and roll all night and par- part of every day. Part, of, part every, of every day. Yeah, you know, part,
1: part of every, yeah. That's party party every day. That's part of the open
0: Rock and roll night and party every day. He's like, I like to rock and roll part of every day.
1: Part of every day, yeah. He's like, I got errands to run. <laughs> I'm, I'm a one to three party kind of guy.
0: He's like, yeah, I can rock and roll from like one to three. <laughs> like I said, yeah, just that whole like – the whole coffee scene, like, she's like, venti's large. He's like, no, venti is 20. <laughs> yeah, large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti is the only one that doesn't mean large. and also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. <laughs> yes,
1: very Paul Rudd being angry. And
0: then it's a, the whole time, I remember the first time I saw that scene, I was just like, damn, that's that's a good one. And then at the very end, she's just like, you <laughs> It's called Venti because it's it's 20 ounces. And, I, and then all of a sudden I was like, shit, is that true? Like, what the exact word that he said? I was like, is that why it's called that? Probably. It is. It is. That's why I it is. That, that was like 10 years ago whenever I heard it. And then now I know that's what it was for. And I was like, dang. I was like, oh. Just the, just the one. There's, like, was, there's a little exchange, but I just caught it at the end. It was just like, it's not poison. It's got juice in it. Yeah. Oh, whenever he, she he breaks into like propose to her and she's with Mister Gavin, he's like, "Who's this guy?" And she's like, he looks like, like Phil Collins." <laughs> Gavin, he's a thief. She's he he's like falsely accused. Yeah, well, he looks like Phil Collins.
1: <laughs> just yeah.
0: <laughs> there's just a few. I had that one written down. There's really so much I could have like literally typed like a thousand more exchanges, but I was just like, uh, I gotta stop. <laughs>
1: All the ones, I, not, I, none of those ones are the ones I had written down. So that's good. I had well, we already went over the. She let me keep it after I fucked her, which was a great one. When they walk into the party, he goes, "What's up, Minotaurs? And immediately the guy from the he goes, "My dick." Yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually had that like in my. I thought about writing that one down. That was
1: just another one. I was just like. Yeah. Uh... Later, when they go, when they first go to Sturdy Wings. There's two very funny lines in there. One is she starts explaining about stuff, and she goes, a lot of these kids are allergic to their own sweat. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, but it just was uh kind of a, an idea of the kids and then when she's showing how to give a hug, It's exactly what he says.
0: <laughs> yes, I thought and about I'm, that one too.
1: <laughs> and then the last one I have is Ronnie when he goes. He uh, he keeps calling him Ben Affleck. He goes, "You white? You Ben Affleck?" Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess he does look a little bit like Ben Affleck.
0: He does. He he and he like brings up that a Ben Affleck role or something like that, like later in the movie too, that he calls him. Like, what he like wants to fight him or something like that, and he calls him Ronnie. Calls Paul Rudd something. I think that's like a. Ben Affleck role or something. I can't remember off the
1: top of my head. Oh, he goes... He's like, shut the fuck up, reindeer guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's a good one. Of all the of all the movies to pull out, too. That's like one of his I worst. feel like
0: you know what that movie is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like... That movie came out before you were born. Yeah. All right, so... you have any more quotes? I know we could sit here and quote <sighs> the whole movie, yeah. probably. That's kind of why I stopped. I was like, there's just something, like, you know... Even when they're in the, you know, in the woods... Yeah, there's a couple in the woods that are funny too. Where, which there's a couple. I was going to get into this later, but there's a couple scenes that are not in like the regular movie that were in the extended version that we had. The super annoying guy that's way too into being the uh, count, the the buddy from Oh Sturdy see Wings at the end. No, no, no. This is when they're when... when they're at the at the the guy that's shitting in the bucket.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, which that's also funny too, but. There, There's a scene they add in, and he's there talking about Sweeney, Jane Lynch's character, as he's building the fire. And he's like, you're into her. He's like, no, no, no. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Then suddenly he just goes, I think he says, like, your erection showing. And he, like, stands up and starts grabbing his dick. Yeah. I didn't remember that I don't scene. remember that.
0: And I don't remember the end whenever he's talking to Sweeney and asks her, like, if she wants to, like, get a drink or a bite. And then they talk about, like, are you – planning on like leading this to getting some like pussy or something like that and he's just like yeah yeah i was pretty much like yeah. I, was just like, I was like
1: but was this part of the movie i was like i don't know at all that yeah that probably was a another add-in uh the other scene i don't remember is when out of nowhere augie's like pulling a rope or something and sean william scott walks up wheeler walks up to him and gives him this long speech about <laughs> eagles having sex yeah, like, yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I was,
0: I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, he's like, why are you saying this to me? He's like, why wouldn't I say this to you? <laughs> yeah. I think they were trying to find a way to have cross characters, like you know, not having Danny working with Augie all the time and not having. Yeah, they wanted to have them like kind of like interact a little bit and just be like, we're just going to be really weird with each other's kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a random scene that was completely unnecessary. I do like the one where he builds the when he builds the tent and he kicks it yeah. out and he says. What is like, it? You you, did um, it. You're accusing me because I'm black. You think I did it because I'm black. He's like, no, I think you did it because you did right it. Right <laughs> in front of my face. All right, real quick. Let's get our, our favorite character, characters. Go ahead. You go first on this one. I, I got two. It's Wheeler and Ronnie. They're just too good, especially when they're together, obviously. Well, I put down Wheeler, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's like Paul Rudd's great,
0: but it's just I was like, ah, it's like it's Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, you know?
1: It's Paul Rudd being Paul yeah. Rudd. The same he's 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 essentially the same character in every movie, and that's why we love exactly. him. Exactly. Any other movie scenes? We already talked about I think most of the ones I've written down. Oh, um Danny's scary story is awesome. How he just like when he says uh you <laughs> just telling a real story about like sex trafficking. <laughs> yes. And they're like, Whoa, we're gonna the, stop this now. I also had uh a a joke we used for a long time and we've gotten away from is when Augie gets him to say, "And I miss your whispering eye,"
0: yeah, and he thinks it's hilarious because,
1: yeah, vagina. Yeah,
0: I also like too when they're and, when they're camping, and uh, who's the guy from Key and Pill? Keegan Michael Key. And they're like asking, "Like, what are you guys do? They're Like, we're gonna make some s'mores
1: with white chocolate. And he's like, ah, "I don't know if I agree with that." <laughs> <laughs> the, I meant to say this: the other guy, the one that's trying to bang Sweeney, is uh, he's like the head writer for the Jimmy Fallon show. The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Because he comes on the show every now and again. The only other thing I had is, as ridiculous as it is, the Kiss costumes are pretty hilarious.
0: Yeah. I like that that's how they dressed up at the end and kissed my Anthea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you know what would have been great? If Wheeler fought in the Minotaur costume instead. I just, I love too when they pull up and he's just like, oh my, my
0: stars or something like that. He's like, it's a Minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> That guy is like so perfect for
1: that role. Oh, he was perfect for that that role. He's 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 vastly underratedly funny. I didn't have a lot for I know it's a movie, but because this movie's a comedy, so you gotta let a lot go. But the only things, um, Big Bear National Park is, or I don't know if it's National Park State. I think it's Big Bear State Park is pretty cold because it's pretty high in elevation. I don't know if they would have been actually been able to be up there in shorts and t-shirts like that, even in the middle of the summer. And then the other thing is I don't think Ronnie's mother would have been so welcoming to Wheeler when he comes back to see him after abandoning him at a party and making him walk all the way home. She was way too quick to be like, well, it's Ronnie's decision. I think she would have been more like, you're never fucking allowed near my kid again.
0: I think part of it is that we we probably miss a lot of, like, phone calls between them. Like they show a couple, but, like, he, he may have tried to go over before, you know, they're only – it's a movie you can only – you can't you can't yeah. spend 10 minutes on. I'm trying to get a hold of these kids. Exactly. There's some deleted scenes too. There's a deleted scene I saw with who's the brown-haired chick from? She might have, I think she was in the office actually, Um but they like work together and they're like wearing costumes at this other job. And he's talking about like Sturdy Wings and getting kicked out of Sturdy Wings and how he's going to win this kid back and stuff like that. Like going through like his thought process, like who, who needs really? Wings. Yeah, it was like a deleted scene that I just randomly was. Yeah, you know, I watched the movie a few days ago, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back through and like YouTube some funny scenes and kind of like write a couple things down. And like randomly, this one scene popped up, and I was like, This is not in the movie. <laughs> oh, um, I had that. So they like tried to drive off with this car, getting towed right in front of a cop. They almost literally run over and like kill this cop. Yeah, and they get 150 hours of hanging out with kids, or 30 days in
1: jail. Well, the, 30 days in jail feels about right. The 150 hours, she says, because like she knows the uh, she knows the judge, and she was able to essentially beg, plead, and borrow to get it down to that. I think it would have been more like 2,000 hours. It That would have ruined the movie, so got to take it for what it is.
0: I also was surprised that he was stupid enough to bring a 10-year-old to a kegger, but then I was like... Yeah, that was... <laughs> At the same time, I was like, I hear about stupider shit on the news all the time, so I was like, yeah. I, was like I guess this totally could happen. This is not that
1: far-fetched. I do have something about that later when we get into the where are they now. So some facts from the Internet. One, Paul Rudd says I'm 35 years old. He was 38 to 39 years old when this was filmed. So it actually was pretty close. The next and this was weird. This gets back to like the scene you brought up about them sitting at the table and many of the other stuff. Many of the lines in the film were improvised. The writers did constant reviews and came up with ideas during filming, but had to stop because the writer, remember the writer strike in 2007? That's what ended up happening. So that was like the big,
0: the big thing. I heard something about it. I just could not remember. Yeah.
1: So they ended up having to improvise a lot because then you don't have to worry about writers. And then I, I don't know if that ended up delaying production at all. One day, Paul Rudd peed his pants because he was laughing so hard at an improvised line. I don't know which one. I wish I would have. And then the only other one I have is the diner Paul Rudd's character visits in the movie is the same as the diner used in Pulp Fiction's last scene. So that's the only things that I really had. There wasn't a lot. I thought there was going to be a lot more, but there was there was very limited. Like, I thought maybe it would say where they actually did the, the LARPing or whatever. Did you have any more that you found? I'm sure I have some more stuff here.
0: Did you talk about what it was supposed to be called? No. Um it was really going to be called Big Brothers. Then it was turned into Little Big Men, which then became role models.
1: Big Brothers, I'm okay with Little Big Men now. Role models. Was yeah, it sounds there. a
0: little bit like too much like Little Big League for some reason to me. During and, and like this is during this time is when the script received a rewrite from Paul Rudd.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was part of the write. Nice.
0: He uh, he helped write it because it was because of the writer strike. That's what the part that I heard about. I was like, oh yeah, because gotcha. of all that stuff. So he was helped out with it. Um, I know that due to the adult nature of the dialogue, they had to be careful about where the child um, actors were involved. Often just like speaking to like an empty chair and stuff like that. Like uh, when they're in Wheeler's apartment and he's talking about like, see Ronnie, you get it? His dick's the gun into the pinball machine. And speaking of the pinball machine, the pinball machine was a real pinball machine that they bought off eBay. (laughs) Nice. Um, all of the kiss-related content had to be cleared by Jim Simmons, who was completely behind the film and attended the premiere.
1: Nice.
0: Um, Augie's original character was for somebody young, younger, but they thought what's his name, Christopher Mints Plass whatever, yeah. is, uh, was just perfect for the role. So they changed it to make him. He a was, harder, and I agree that he was perfect. Uh, show Williams Scott hated the Minotaur outfit and complained about it all the times. <laughs>
1: I love you. Said it smells like tater tots. Probably did smell like that.
0: Yeah, he pro- that may, may he may have uh, <laughs> done some improvising with that line. <laughs> oh, they uh, they mostly stuck to the rules, but they often oftenly like deliberately tried to like get away from them. They had like a teacher who had to judge what what wasn't okay for the what's his name Bobby J Thompson. Yeah, um, like what was was and wasn't okay for him to hear because you know, he's a ten year old kid. He's,
1: like, dropping the f I
0: know, but the director would... This is where you get The director would often try to distract her on set so he could get Thompson to say things when no. she wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, ah, I see what he's doing. That's probably what he was dropping all those F-bombs and doing, saying real bad stuff. He's like, oh, come here real quick. And that's all I think I have.
1: That's some good ones, though. That's ones that I didn't find. All right, down to our, our last part here. Our favorite part. Who would be in the remake? So, Mike, you took... Sweeney and Danny, right? Yeah. And I took Wheeler and Beth. So why don't we go back and forth? Why don't you start with Danny? Danny,
0: uh, speaking of the office, I said one suggestion that I got was John Krasinski, and I actually had been thinking about him myself already, so I thought John Krasinski could totally do the Danny role. I was like, that or like a Chris Pratt maybe could do could do that too. I feel like I'm starting to use all, all these people from, you know – these Avenger movies all the time. So I'm trying to pick other people to do it
1: too. <laughs> Can I make a suggestion instead of Chris Pratt? Yeah. Chris Pine. I like him more.
0: Well, as I said, my I prefer John Krasinski would probably be the guy who I preferred. I was looking at some people
1: Yeah, I mean Krasinski would be one, but I would say Chris Pine, Chris Pine over Chris Pratt.
0: Probably probably, yeah. I was thinking even Chris Pratt could play Wheeler if he wanted to. I
1: would say he's actually more of a, a wheeler than than uh than that. So uh for Wheeler, I actually Aaron made the good suggestion. His name's Robbie Amel. He was in the movie The Duff. He's actually pretty funny. I have no idea, you're, no idea who you're talking about. You, you, if you looked him up, you, you you might know who he is, but he's he's actually quite funny. And uh he's been in a couple different things that I've seen him in. He would be uh, – he's about the right age too because he's like 28, 29, 30, something like that. So who do you have for Sweeney? For Sweeney, looking at Amy Poehler.
0: Yes. And I, and I even thought – I actually bounced this person around. I think this person could also play the bomb because after I watched Horrible Bosses, Jennifer Aniston. Sure, like, on, she's sure. like, does a crazy psycho like sexual job i was like she could probably play that or the mom and i was like well, yeah if, if i'm scheduling if i'm picking the mom i was like why not pick out a dad and i was just like looking through and i was like hey you know you could always toss like a Malk warburger john hammond
1: there for one of those roles yeah it's a small role and they would be really funny Yeah, quick. um just just a few a few lines here a few lines there
0: All right. So, Rex, she's like, you know, the boss there, too. So, I could kind of see her playing that role.
1: Yep. No, she would be good in there for sure. Uh, For Beth, Emma Stone. She's about the right age. I think she could play it off well. The I'm smarter than you, you hate your life because of it kind of thing. I agree. Let's move on to where are they now? So, it's 10 years since the movie came out. So, we're going to... Make a guess on where they are ten years later. Do you want to start with? Uh, do you want to start with Danny? Do you want me to start with Wheeler? What do you want to do? Well, I'm going to do real quick, Ed. Before you hop over there, I just made
0: okay. a list for the remake, and I wrote down LARP players. Oh, I just wanted to pick some funny guys that I thought could be LARP, players. like to play like Ken Jong and Matt yeah, Walsh and like, that kind you know, of stuff. Obviously, you can toss like a Jack Black, Charlie Day. Adam Divine even was like Blake Anderson from Workaholics too. Zach Galifianakis. I was just naming off some people that would totally be like could get hundred percent into like those type of roles. <laughs> Adam Devine wouldn't be bad for Wheeler either. Oh, I even thought about like Charlie Day for one of the roles too. Maybe not
1: Wheeler. We but... we've been using Charlie Day a lot, but I think Adam Divine would be good for Wheeler. The thing is,
0: I I think Sean Wimps. Williams- God, I think you need a better-looking guy. I'm not saying that Adam Devine is not a good-looking guy, but I think you need a a guy that's can look like a little bit more of a player. If they're going to be a
1: hound, yeah. they need to be a
0: good-looking hound.
1: I'm not saying that you can't not be good-looking and be a hound. I'm just so definitely that. not Charlie Day for Wheelers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Dennis. Yeah, uh, Glenn. Greg Glenn. Hallerton? Glenn. Glenn. It's been 10 years. Where are they now, Mike? All right. You want right. Dan- Let's start with, Danny. start with Danny. He's a short
0: one. You, you, when we discussed this, you said that you had um, Beth. I have Beth. And we decided and they're not, they're together. not together. So I wrote down, Danny now works for Red Bull and says the health benefits are way better than Minotaurs. And
1: that's all I wrote down. Easy, Easy enough. So I'll do Wheeler. <laughs> Shortly after avoiding prison, he had a few more encounters with the teacher he had sex with at the party and knocked her up. He tried to get a real job, but the story about him leaving a kid at the party surfaces, and he fails to find anything. He's now a roofer in the San Fernando Valley and paying what little he has in child support. All right. Let's go to Sweeney. Sweeney and the over... Anxious?
0: Super all-about, sturdy wings, Martin... Martin. That was the uh, start dating, and they get into some really weird, like sexual stuff. And uh, they're caught having sex in public while watching one of Augie's Lair games. <laughs> um, she was forced to give up sturdy wings and is back to
1: having crack for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Beth. Despite Danny's romantic gesture, Beth quickly lost interest at, at uh, as Danny's shitty attitude fails him. She continues to work at the law firm and eventually begins a relationship with her boss, Patricia Feingold, just like Wheeler predicted. She's now a lesbian, married, and has two adopted children. Nice. And I had one more for Ronnie. Because uh, we, we weren't going to recast him because you'd have to – obviously, you need to just find a, a young child actor. Uh, and those are, those are not really out there. They're usually ones that get cast. Like, he wasn't anything before this. So, anyways – uh, after Wheeler became a father, he tried to keep his relationship with Ronnie. Eventually, he was unable to. Ronnie's behavior spiraled out of control once he lost another male figure in his life and turned to a life of crime boosting cars. He's currently serving to four to six years in a California prison. I mean, sounds right. About- hey, you he already stole the car once you know now he's got the he's got the taste he's He enjoyed that little lap that he took, yeah. All right. Uh, Anything else before we go, Mike?
0: I think that's everything. We covered that movie. You know.
1: Yeah. Very funny. Very quotable.
0: Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, definitely, you know,
1: a rewatchable movie. Very, very much so. It's not good on cable. You need the real. I'm very thankful I did not watch it on cable. Yeah, it's too dirty. So follow us on Twitter at Worth the Watch PC. Email us any ideas, anything you want to yell at us about. Uh, Worth the Watch podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on there. I think it's Worth the Watch podcast. You can find us. Remember to rate us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening. It helps other people find us and please keep sharing the numbers keep going up and it's awesome so please keep sharing tell people what you like about us or don't but either way get them to listen to us Uh, our next movie a psychologist decides to become a bouncer that's all I'm going to say it's going to be good you have anything else before we go Mike? Um, off the top of my head man You know? All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right, take it easy.